Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast, where we connect and collaborate with other self-sustaining entrepreneurs, authors, and experts. Hi, I'm Marlo Higgins, your Chief Inspirational Officer. I like to say when we perform, we get paid. This podcast focuses on the areas of confidence, mindset, leadership, and performance, which all lead to increased revenues and sales. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, talents, and self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters. When it all aligns, everything works. All right, welcome back to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast. And today our performance conversation is with our special guest, Jonathan Krabowski. Jonathan is the co-founder of Penji, and Penji is a platform that gives you on-demand access to the top 2% of designers in the world. So right there, you know the reason why we have Jonathan on our podcast episode. So after experiencing firsthand how difficult it was to find talented graphic designers for his business, Jonathan and his co-founder, Kai, launched Penji in 2017. And their goal is to provide an innovative solution by making essential tools and resources more accessible and affordable for entrepreneurs, business owners, and marketing teams. They've also been named one of the top startups to watch. So, I mean, this conversation is going to be really rich. Jonathan, thank you for being on this episode with us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Absolutely. Okay. So give us a little background because people always love the story. And if you're in marketing, we all know that it's about the story. We want to hear who you are and just give us some more insight into that introduction, Jonathan. Yeah, who I am, I, I would say as a as a whole, I am a hardworking, gritty individual who accepts failure and knows that failure is just a process in the overarching story of life. But when it comes down to the idea creation of Penji, we were an agency before. We weren't the best agency in the entire world. We did a lot of unfulfilling things, in my opinion, as in we we created a lot of great websites and developed things, but we didn't necessarily like make an impact. And one of the hardest things to do when growing the agency was finding a reliable design resource for our company. And so we used a lot of different websites. We used a lot of different tactics and approaches like freelancing and things like that. Nothing worked. And so then we realized we started doing our due diligence and research. And we said, well, if we are having this issue, I can almost guarantee other people are, are as well. And we surveyed close to 150 plus people and we asked them the same questions and said, you know, what, what is your biggest problem when it comes to marketing? And a lot of people said, well, it's, it's finding the resources and having the time to do it. And so we created technologies surrounding that and gives people the opportunity. Penji gives people the opportunity to go onto our website at any point in time of your day, talk to a designer right away and be able to submit a project directly within Penji within you know, minutes. So we're trying to make it easy. We're trying to make it accessible. Not everybody in the world is is as ta- is a talented uh, designer, but we all have incredibly creative minds. And so we want to work with those individuals who may be too busy to do the designs themselves. And now they have a professional team for a flat rate. Yeah. And right there, I mean, those services are priceless. And, you know, sometimes we're moving at the speed of light and we don't have the time to vet that out. And so it sounds like you have the ability to have that on speed dial and you just yeah. get a hold of Penji and then let's roll. I mean, this is where we can support you. Yeah. We, we want to be able to make sure that there's, we hire, you talk to the top 2% of designers in the world. And that's something that's really, really important because we want to be able to, you to feel more confident. Like if you wear a nice suit, if you wear a beautiful dress or whatever it is that you, that makes you comfortable, 
people. You feel you feel sexy, but you also feel more confident. And so what if you were able to transpose that for your brand? Uh, I can almost guarantee that you'll feel more confident and you'll be willing to do more for the business. Yes. Excellence over mediocrity. And that's key. And I mean, because that online presence, people aren't necessarily on the phone with us, right? They're not hearing our voice, but they can see the luxury of the brand. And that's very, very important. Okay. So Jonathan, give us some of your favorite products that you and your team, you know, so graphic designers, give us some fun things that people can listen to and kind of really put themselves in that space and go, yes, I can relate to that. Is there a product that you've put out there that you really enjoy doing? So we probably we work with multiple industry. There's there isn't one industry that we necessarily are like amazing at. I would say it's like all encompassing because we have thousands of clients. The companies that I think work best for us uh, are the people who who know exactly what it is that they want, and maybe they might work on like templates and things like that, and they just need things like fine tuned and tweaked. We work with agencies, so like other people. So we are we are our own customer at the end of the day. When we were an agency, we're no longer that. So if you're an agency, you have hundreds of uh, tens and to hundreds of clients, you can put all of them on onto Penji. So that's like that's a it's a huge use case because like when I first started my business several years ago, I didn't have anybody to really work with. And so being able to just dump whatever it is that I need done in order for me to focus on sales to grow the company, that's really important. But then from like a, like we have clients like Tide and Lyft and Aweber and universities and things like that. And they have their design talent in-house, but more often than not that a design person in-house doesn't know how to do graphic design. So that's where we help in that regard. So like those are my two favorite things that like we help with. Absolutely. Right. Well, and it's interesting too that you even say, you know, some of the big dogs um, and some of those larger brands, like you said, I mean, you are a sidearm to supporting them. And that's powerful. That's very powerful. So you've been named the top startup to watch. Can you share with us a little bit more about Penji and, and how that title and opportunity came about? Yeah, I would even go a step further. We were on Inc. 5000 this year, uh, which. Wow, congrats. Was- Thanks. And which was uh, not added to the bio because it didn't happen at the time when I when when we sent it over. But that was a huge accomplishment. I think I'll give you I'll answer in both parts. When it comes to the startup to watch, I think it's really cool because it's just validation that your idea is actually worthwhile. It was for Philadelphia, like startup to watch in Philadelphia. So, you know, a huge city like Philadelphia and being able to, to be the top 10 people to look out for. Number one, it gives you that again, that validation. Number two, it kind of gives you like like a, a target on your back to be able to make sure that you hold yourself to that same standard. Because in a year or two from now, when people say, oh, you know, remember that company back in the day that said that they were the company to watch? wonder where they are. And if they find out that we're not doing so hot, well, that's not good, obviously, for from a job perspective, but also from just like a life and ego perspective as well. The Inc. 5000 was a huge accomplishment because there's not that many businesses like ours, like a productized service is is very rare, especially in the realm of graphic design. And so being able to be honored by Inc. 5000 has been a, is a huge accomplishment because now it gives more validation to the overarching industry of productized services. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, very powerful. And you also have your own podcast, The Blind Entrepreneurship and Business to Empower the Next Generation of Entrepreneurs. Can you give us some insight into that, Jonathan? Like, why did you start it and who's that intended for? 
I'm, I'm going to assume that it's a large portion of the same way that you probably started your podcast. Entrepreneurship is incredibly lonely. Uh, it's really difficult to meet new people. Uh, you can go to networking events and you could do what you do at networking events. But you know, I went on the grind for networking events for probably five years straight. Every single networking event I could possibly get into every single day. And it was exhausting. And so with that in mind, I said, well, what if there's an opportunity where I can meet people, share stories, and be able to grow my network? And that was the, the initial concept of Blind Entrepreneurship, the podcast. It's turned into much more than that because now I'm not able to meet new people, but sharing the stories. But now we have a pretty sizable audience of people that download and listen to the episodes. So yeah, I mean, if, if you're, I'm like an introvert, extrovert, more mm. leaning more 60, 40 on the extrovert side, but there are times where I'm very introverted. And so what better way to be able to meet people and share stories than through voice? Absolutely. And I can guarantee you that there are people listening to this episode that are highly relating to that. And and as weird as it is, right, as, as entrepreneurs, you know, you've got to be forward and you've got to be bold and confident to execute. But there's also, I, I would find most of them are introverts. And so having a platform that, like you said, it's it's staying connected and building community. And that's really been one of our positions too. It's not only bring in a tribe, but nurture them. You know, let's give them some resources and support and some some love out there yeah. because it is it can be definitely a lonely world and podcasting's fun right absolutely yeah as people are listening to this it's just kind of being that fly on the wall in that conversation which is so cool yeah it helps people run it helps people get through their day voices hearing voices is very comforting unfortunately mine's not so much comforting yours is much more comforting than mine but <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation for another day. <laughs> oh, we get it though. We get it. But you're right. It's a way to lift others um, while they're doing some multiple things. So take us as far as, um, you know, with Penji, with, you know, what is your goal? Do you have a 2020 goal as we're kind of, you know, this episode will launch come the end of the year. And so what are you looking at and forecasting for your for your business? Yeah, I think I probably have the next like five years planned out. Yeah, I, I won't get into it because I think I do think a lot of people are will be bored by that. But I think for the most part, the rest of the year in particular is just going to be stabilization. There's a lot of like what I've realized, what we've all realized here at Penji is the importance of data. And so we've kind of are make we're trying to make smarter decisions. And as a startup who doesn't we're cash flow positive, we've we don't have the VC, we did not go the VC route and we're incredibly proud of that. So when it comes to resources and when it comes to advisors and things like that, it's a lot of trial by fire because at the end of the day, this is my only job. This was my only job in my, my, my entire career. Mm-hmm. This is all I know is entrepreneurship. And so a lot of it was trial by fire. So with that said, when we're making decisions for the business is backed off of data. So how much data can we possibly get? Um, we have data from why people leave. Uh, we have data as to where they came from. We have data in terms of uh, what people are coming to our website and what are they doing and why are they not doing the things that we want them to do. So all of those things are culminating into a better company. But for the next year in particular, it's just going to be stabilization. Like how can we grow people? How can we grow the business as efficient as we possibly can with the emphasis on maintaining that, that quality? That's like a very broad answer. Yeah. To say, to no, say it makes the least. sense though. Yeah. But people are relating because, you know, data, that's numbers don't lie. I always like to say that, right? That data that's coming through that you are tracking and measuring, it's it's really the pulse on what's what's next. 
And I think your conversation there of, you know, being profitable and sustainable, that's huge. And the thing that I love hearing from you, Jonathan, is that sustainability, because I think people don't put a lot of focus into that. And the fact that you are, you're saying, you know what, this is where we're really striving to put our um, our stake in the ground is around that sustainability. That right there just proves why Penji is such a powerhouse because it's yeah. it, it exists for that reason. And it, you know, it validates those listening because we want to be with, you know, busy, successful businesses and um, somebody who's focused on that profit, sustainability, data-driven knowledge. Okay. So tell us, because you alluded right at the very beginning of our episode, a little bit about failure. And I know that that's always, you know, we talk about failure a lot in our industry of entrepreneurialism. Give us a story. Where, where have you failed? What would you change? Give us some insight. In terms of change, you know, that is something that like I do think about often. If I did this differently, what would have been the outcome? But at the end of the day, I'm very understanding and accepting of, of failure, so to speak. And I understand that I wouldn't have been able to get to the answer that I currently have if it wasn't for that past failure. I do think that there are a couple of things that I would change is probably mentally beating myself up pretty heavily when failure happens because you kind of have to trust your opinion. But the thing that I would, I would, I learned from that, or excuse me, not trust your opinion, trust your gut. Um, the thing that I would recommend to people though is have a set of core values and a decision process and make sure that every time that you do something, it hits that particular guide. So for example, does this problem hit value one? Does it hit value two? And if it hits two out of the three, then you should probably go forth with it. But if it doesn't, then you should just move on and continue. So when it comes to failure, I, I think that I take failure in a more unique approach than a typical entrepreneur. I look at it from any time that something, anytime I fail at something, I think to myself, well, what was the reason why this failed? How, why did I fail? Was it the, was I set up for success or did I go into something unwillingly able to just like compartmentalize it? And for me, when I'm doing a, uh, a failure assessment, I try and make decisions based off of like core principles and core values. And so like, for example, I have like a set of values that I, that a decision-making process. So anything that comes into my plate, it has to fit that specific criteria. And I found myself the way that I fail is when I do things that are outside of that core decision making and value process. And it's like it's it's a relatively complex one and it is rather personal to to me, but I keep have you like a quick guide, like jumping on this podcast right now, right? This is a decision and it hit can hit like a couple of like core values. Well, number one, am I able to grow the business from like an audience perspective? The answer is yes. Obviously, you have an audience. Am I able to meet new people and be able to grow my personal network? Um, well, the answer is yes, because I'm meeting you as an individual. And so those two alone are going to be worthwhile in order for me to make a valuable decision. But anytime that I've ever experienced failure, although I acknowledge it and I accept it, I look back and I say, well, what, again, how did it happen? And again, more often than not, it's because it, it didn't hit that criteria. Right. So the assessment is really important. So you've created a decision-making process within your own personal success that allows you to make the next right step, which I think is, is key when you are trying to decide, do I do this or do that? And we know shiny penny syndrome exists out there, right? And we can chase the wrong things and, and find out that it doesn't align to the core values. And that's, that's key. So I'm curious, 
How quickly, Jonathan, did you define or decide that those core values need to resonate? Was that like right out of the gates or did you have an experience that you said, oh my gosh, we need to recalibrate this and figure out how we move forward? I think it was just the amount of times that I actually did fail, (laughs) to to be perfectly honest. There wasn't that one thing, but I think it was just like a culmination of like, why does this keep happening to me? Mm-hmm. And then thinking to myself, like, how could I, what could I do to get better at it? As an entrepreneur, you fail every single day. You know, that's just like, it's like putting on your pants in the morning. It's like, that's how often it happens, mm-hmm. at least to, to me. And I'm understanding of that. So it was just like, you know, what can I do to increase my time and, and efficiency? And that was just like the overarching, like I thought process that I came through. And then even like going a step further when it comes to like uh, making like sales decisions and growth decisions, it it goes back to, I'll give you a a good example. When it comes to uh, advertising, there was a time where we were advertising and we just like spent a ton of money, but didn't necessarily have a decision process to make sure that this hypothesis is actually a valid one. And so we created a rule book a rubric in order to make sure that this is the process that it needs to take in order to make sure that it goes through the proper channels. And so like that alone right there is just creating a, a making sure that you seek your hypothesis to the fullest extent to make sure that you're not only spending the money correctly, but you're making a valid decision based off of numbers and data and taking that along with you from like a personal standpoint, that's kind of like the approach that, that I personally take. Absolutely. And you know, you're talking about that time money focus. Well, that's one of the reasons why you are named one of the top startups because, you know, I always like to say in our brand systems equals performance. And when you have a really good system, not only does it give you something to reflect back on to check in where those mistakes are becoming habits in your business, which is a catalyst, right? I mean, just I think that resonates for people that are hearing that right now. So creating systems allow that space to happen. And then it's a quick way for you to pivot you know, and, yeah. and know that that money's being spent properly or that time's an issue. Yeah. Can I add one more thing to that? So um, yes. something I think that could be interesting to people is I have a document on my computer that's called Playbook and it's on my desktop at all times. And it's usually inside of like its own little window. And basically within the Playbook, it's just like a guide of like of all the things that I need to do in order to succeed and all the things that make me happy. So it has like links that I constantly go to, to send to like team members or links in order for me to like look at to send to like potential prospects and partners. It has like expense sheets of like throughout the month and it has, you know, notes for all the different types of people that I interact with on a routine basis to make sure that I bring up this, you know, experience for them. There's a lot of other things that go into the book, like travel and dining and and convenience and things like that. It's like a 20 something page document that I kind of just like run my whole life off. And Mm -hmm. if I were to give it to somebody, they can kind of just like take it and run with it themselves. So to me, that's like a fun little thing that I'm sure nuggets of information that most entrepreneurs love. So I feel like I'd be remiss to not give that away to people. Can we put that in the show notes where they could maybe click the link and capture that? Well, there's a lot of like really personal stuff in there, Um, but I can give you the framework. Like I can send a framework over to you. That'd be great. Yeah. We'd love to put that in our show notes because I think resonate. I um, did something similar to that when I got into doing what I do. I call it the ultimate goal worksheet and same thing. It's like a three page gig and it's, it's everything that I do in the space that I operate out of is very much in in line to that. It's funny because my team and I, we were just connecting yesterday for a few hours and looking back 
back our philosophies, our concepts, how we pursue business and serve is still in alignment from day one of that structure. You know, so that right there, it's a validator, but we need those things. And high achievers, high performers, I know clearly need those three things. We need to be validated. We need to be inspired and we need to be recognized. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what you can do for yourself right there, my friend. Okay, so we're coming into the close of this episode. How can we find Jonathan? How can we connect to Penji? Yeah, uh, head over to penji.co if you had any liking to this story and approach to life. Although somewhat chaotic, uh, it does work. It's penji.co, P-E-N-J-I.co. If you're in need of graphic design help, we could design anything from a logo to a business card to a complex website. We don't do any of the development. We just do graphic design, but we're only flat rate. So you pay a small flat rate of around $400 a month. You get get access to the top 2% of designers in the world and we can do whatever you want. Okay. And that's like episode two is how you get those top 2% of designers. Cause I love that. We, mm-hmm. we also take people into that top 4% of performance. And so maybe you and I can have a richer conversation because that's, yeah, it's again, we look for excellence, not mediocrity in what we do. All right, my friends. So to learn more about Penji and Jonathan Grabowski, you can simply visit our website at marlohiggins.com where you can add them to your circle of influence, connect to their resources and connect to them that way. So Jonathan, hey, what a delight having you today. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. We invite you to share this podcast with others and thank you in advance for your partnership. If you enjoyed this episode and it left you feeling inspired, share your biggest takeaway on our Perform and Get Paid Community Facebook page, where we'll engage and respond to your questions. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach executives to gain clarity and remove self-doubt to increase performance in sales. To book a complimentary coaching session with me, simply visit marlohiggins.com and click on the Work With Me tab to schedule a call. Did you like this podcast? If so, subscribe and share with all of your friends. And if you want even more awesome resources to gain clarity and remove self-doubt, plus some personal insights from me that I only share in email, get yourself over to marlohiggins.com and sign up for the email updates. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. If you're into it, subscribe, leave a review and tell all of your friends. We would sure appreciate it.